Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Dom time. I might be able, Dan, to sign off with the uh, climate people on a regular basis. Big movement in Pennsylvania to ban... Gas-powered leaf blowers. I would ban all of them under every water, circumstance. Do about That's right. You're a climate change denier if you're supporting the big big leaf blower. Oh man, no. Why you like? Why would you use leaf? Why blowers? would I? Why would you? Are you kidding me? Have you? Have you? Like, I just got a picture from my mother. She's down in Virginia, yes. uh, and, and like all her leaves are all her trees decided to shed at the same point, and now she has like a. A foot and a half of, you know, just a, a sheet of leaves in her backyard. What, do you think my 68-year-old mother is going to be out there? Yes. With, her, mean, with, with a rake, raking that entire thing? But no. it's more work The leaf blow. It just seems to blow them all over the place. you gotta, you got to do it strategically. You know, you portion I, off a part and, I, and then and you blow I know in one direction. The noise is not just that it's noisy. It's incessant. Love and, it. I and love it's it. also uh, hearing uh, issues in addition to the... Uh, uh, air pollution and all that. My God, it's going to do it just to annoy you. All right, so I am definitely on board with that. Side question coming off the sad passing of Matthew Perry: Hit us with something you never acquired the taste for. It could be a show, could be a food, it could be a movie. I'd much rather hear be... this noise yeah. than the friggin' dirt bikes that you hear revving their engines all the time. Well, we'll get to them. I would say there's no need for them either. While we're on to panic. Uh, so we broke down in the last order, and we'll talk to Scott Perry about this, uh, Representative Perry, inside this. Um, the gag order on President Trump, two things. This judge has now, I think, tightened it, gave some contrasting examples. I don't see them being that much different. I would be very limited on it. It is not limited. And again... The key thing here is talking about you can't talk about Jack Smith. Why not? This is a very political thing. It's a judgment call. Let's call it that. And Trump, the, the whole indictments, I could make an effective argument. At least that's what several campaigns are thinking. I don't think it's that. But if Trump is convicted on any one of these 91 counts, then he's going to lose Republican support. Now, there are several reports out there this morning trying to say the annual big poll, I think it's the Des Moines Register, it's, it's one of those entities in Iowa which has no business being the first that we do anything with, is showing that there are a lot of people not sure if they're going to vote for Trump as he rolls up that 43 percentage points in Iowa. They think they'll vote for him, but they're not sure. So that's the only hope they have. Iowa is probably Trump's weakest spot, I think. If you remember in 2016, he lost there to Ted Cruz. And in Iowa, this fickle caucus and all this other stuff, God knows what. I think he wins, though, maybe even wins overwhelmingly. This is how thin the hopes are. So if, if Trump is not only going to lose his liberty if he's convicted in this Jack Smith case, but this is a matter of him not being able to speak out and make his case as developments happen with various witnesses and the leaking of the prosecutor and others. Where's the fairness in that? Where's the legal fairness? 
You know what this does with the public. Now, will this judge have the guts to actually put Trump in jail based upon something like this? I say no, but each day this gives the media what they really want, a narrative and fodder. Each day the question will be, why is this not enough to put Trump in jail? Is this enough to put Trump in jail? This judge is going to say something at all. It gives them something they know in the news every day. They're going to put people on. They're going to work up a narrative constantly. They love that sort of stuff. That's what you're going to see out of this. Now, before I take a call, one quick thing. I mentioned this piece in the Inquirer today, Amy Rosenberg. And she mentioned the things that are driving the election. There's a pivot here by the Inquirer. The things that are driving the election... Parental notification of students' preferred gender identity, which has become a controversial school board policy. The uh, wind turbines, parental rights in schools, treatment of transgender, and health and reproductive rights. New Jersey has abortion, lady, in the Constitution. But Democrats are going to beat that drum and you can't stop them. They're savvy. They know they have nothing else. She pivots to saying, though, that economic issues are driving the elections in Jersey, local elections, and about 1.3 million residents are set to receive a uh, $1,750 in rebate checks signed by Murphy before the election. She says it includes the state New Jersey program, starting in 2026, which will offer 50% relief on property taxes to senior homeowners up to $6,500. Now, here we go again. Now, maybe these people in Jersey are dopey. I could be wrong. Who is it that's responsible for these unbelievable property taxes? Dan, you don't know what yours is going to be yet. Do you have any kind of estimate? I know it's Maisie's. Oh job. boy! Yeah. Oh boy! Yeah. Here we go. Yes, I she, she knows. She's she's worked it all into our budget. But okay. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, anytime I see a number, I just you know please okay. Maisie, please. Yeah. There you go. So, um, are these people? Oh, we got a check from the Democrats. Look at this. I got seventeen hundred and fifty dollars from the Democrats. Who is it that's responsible? Connect the dots. In what universe are ninety-five percent of Republicans responsible? for just how much it costs to live in Jersey, the overregulation. Then she cites the King of Hair, Governor Murphy, coming out against the Maplewood School District, who are restricting kids tomorrow in school from wearing Halloween costumes. Murphy essentially said, what kind of world are we living in where they're doing something and spoiling Halloween? What do you mean, what kind of world? It's exactly what you're all about with every bone in your body. Are you kidding me? Great hair, by the way. All right, 855-839-12. I got to see that head up close. I got to analyze chickens. I'm telling you. We're coming home. I can tell if, if they've actually put some kind of mini piece in it. I'll be able to sniff that out in a second, Dan. I still think it's... Wait, wait, you're not Joe Biden. You're not going to sniff his hair, are Yeah, you? yeah, I, I have to for this. Oh. I think it's... I think <laughs> I it's, have to for this. I think it's more they're tossling it. They did something like that. It's all mussed up, and that gives it some degree, you know... Uh, is it unfair to say, well, you're running for president. Did you skip the dentist? 855-839-1210. You know, Miss Kim ought to do some dental work. Can you imagine Miss Kim sitting there? Oh, that would be the interview. We've got to you know the hair process, right? We know a good dentist. Yeah, we know a good dentist, though. We don't know who does Trump's hair, who cuts it. Um, I know somebody, former manager of mine, who sat next to him when he was kind of getting it ready in the barber thing. You know, what he does and all. It's quite an elaborate process. But the king of hair... Now coming out against the school district on Halloween. They're sensing the odds are still high that Republicans will actually take control of both houses. But I would have to predict they're going to come pretty close. And if they do, will they get the message in Jersey? Not likely. They have to be beaten. That's the only thing that's going to stop them. They have to lose control of that and the governor's office before you'll start to see any swing to anything recognizable.
But this wind turbine thing, the parental rights thing, they are working. What's their counter? Their counter is abortion. Now, I don't know that Republicans um, have to analyze what they're saying a bit. You can't ignore it. You can't say, are you kidding me? That's not the approach. I like what Youngkin is doing. He's on an all-out offensive in Virginia to win both those houses if he does. That's going to be a big plus. You're going to start hearing about him more. And he is countering it by going where the consensus is, 15 weeks with the exceptions, et cetera. That's where they are. But on the Republican side in places like Iowa, they don't want to hear that. So that's, uh, that's the issue. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. You get on board. Uh, let's go to uh, Andrew in Cherry Hill. He's next with Dom on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Andrew, welcome in. Hey, Dom. Greatly appreciate you and Dan. Hey, I just wanted to comment on the windmills. Yes. I'm, a, I'm an avid, uh, avid fisherman, and I fish out of Great Ag, which is the north side of Ocean City. And off the coast, there's a, uh, a spot called 28-Mile Wreck, which is approximately 28 miles off of the coast. So out there, when you're fishing, you can clearly look and see the top of uh, Ocean's Casino and the ball and all that stuff on, on a normal day. Mm-hmm. I believe these windmills are going to be 15 miles off and are going to be over 1,000 feet. Um, I think Dan said last, a couple weeks ago that uh, Ocean's Casino's in the 700s. So if at 28 miles, you could see 700s, oh, yeah. 15 miles, you're, you're going to see these things. Oh, without um, a doubt. And also, also, nobody's thinking about the carbon footprint that these diesel boats are putting off out there, uh, surveying and doing all that stuff, let alone getting to and from the area. It's, it's unregulated diesel fumes going out, so people aren't really thinking about it. Now, that is a, a great point, Andrew, and uh... – I think uh, the point Robin Schaefer, I was making with him, uh, the whales got everybody's attention. Now we have their focus and we're pointing out what you are and what this is going to do. And I wouldn't use the word the aesthetics. It's much more than that. It's a birthright. We have a right to that. They don't have a right to spoil it for us. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, also I wanted to... uh say i'm actually a landscaper and the, the sound of leaf blowers is the sound of my people uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. And, and but i do have to admit they are dirty they uh, uh the average blower is putting out more carbon than uh than a newer tier four diesel engine so oh, something okay. does need to be done about them but they uh yeah it, you can't ban them because nobody's going to be able to clean up around around Thank you. You want me to ask Andrew why there's so many flies in Brigantine? Yeah, we were, we were talking about that earlier. We, yeah. what, was it, is it because it's the inlet in Brigantine? There were a lot of greenhead flies that Dom experienced this weekend. There and, were and, and Brigantine's known for yeah. these flies. Is, yeah. do, as a fisherman, do you happen to know why there's so many flies in that area of the shore? It, it has a ton to do with the marsh and, yes. uh, and, and the soil and, and the sand and the muck back there, and then especially like where the brackish water is. And when you get the winds blowing, the right way it just pushes them right there because uh, i'm pretty sure on the further north end of brigantine it's not as bad it's only on the southern end ah uh, and what would the northern end be so is it the going de- which ends which there away from atlantic going, city. Toward, right. going towards lbi yeah. yeah away from atlantic yeah. city ah yeah. okay all right we'll try that the next time i don't think rose thank you andrew going to give me a pass on the brigantine thing though but dan on the way there of course uh we go through ac and the windmills there are unsightly, to put it mildly, and they're miniature in comparison to what we're going to see. Yeah, yeah. All you have to do is think about that all day long, see that sight. Uh, why didn't they do more if it's so effective? You know, I've often thought that. What are the three or four windmills there? There's something like that. Five, yeah, five maybe. or six, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, if it was such a good idea, why was more not done with it? Yeah, so just uh, comparatively sake, uh, 853 to 1,049 feet tall. For what is the uh, 853? I'm sorry, that's the range of how tall they'll be, these windmills when they're Oh, finished. okay, yeah. yeah. That's huge. So I, I think Robin's pivoting. And, and, and what he was saying there is the comparison I made is when you're sitting on the beach in Ocean City and you look over to the Atlantic City skyline, right. uh, the, the, the tallest building in uh, Atlantic City, just for comparison's sake, is Ocean Casino. And Ocean Casino is 710 feet high. Uh, these are going to be at least 100 feet 
maybe more taller than Ocean Casino. So if you can see the smaller buildings in Atlantic City while you're sitting there on the beach in Ocean City, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that you're going to be able to see something that's taller than Ocean, their biggest building. Yeah. Well, we were able, clearly, where we were in Brigantine, and we're pretty far away to see the casino there that's in, um, I don't know which casino so it is. Borgata or Harris. It's yeah, 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 yeah. We've Golden Nugget it's too. easily seen. It could be another. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Miles and we'd be able to see it without a doubt. So maybe they're pivoting a bit now that they've gotten people's attention. And all they're asking for on the Wales thing is a moratorium to study this more. That's all. But there is no doubt about what this will do to the Jersey Shore. For what reason? Because any number of these Democrats are crazed. Murphy's running for president at some point, in his head at least. And this is the gold star. He wants to make New Jersey. Here's the brands. New Jersey is better than California. It's California, only better. Smaller California. Something like that. That's what he wants to run on in a Democrat primary at some point in the future. After he has the dental work done. 855 Can you imagine being a fly in the room? If, uh... Uh, can you imagine being the <laughs> advisors the there? Did he call the advisors in and ask about the hair? Or was it just a wife? You know? He could have called me. It's a hair issue. And what, like, if you have that much money, I, I, yeah. I don't mean to be like, yeah. you know, harsh, but why, why not fix those teeth? Yeah, exactly right. When you're running for you president, particularly too, you're yeah. going with your hair. Come on. Yeah, Miss Kim, I'm sure knows a dentist. Does he smoke? No, not that I know. They look like no. like cigarette smokers' teeth. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah that's true too. Yeah. yeah. All right, so it's 855-839-1210. You get in right now, coming to you on the side question, too. But right now, it is the time of day for the Money Melody. Ah, a nice, big, juicy $50 Metro Diner gift card ready to go for you. Goes a long way there. It's a great spot. Ro and I have been there. So, Dan, what's your backstory today? You were kind enough to honor Matthew Perry with our side question today, knowing that I'm a fan of Friends. So I thought I'd bump off of Friends a little bit more. And uh, today, Dom, we're doing a cover song. And and Friends is very well known for having uh, some of the greatest guest stars of all time. So I went through their list of guest stars and found one of them covering a great song, a Glenn Campbell song. I'm a big fan of Glenn Campbell. Uh, He went on the Howard Stern Show, covered this song, and we want to know who it is covering this song. So, Dom, today your clue is... From a friend's guest star, guest star to your ears, take a listen. We want to know who it is singing. Hear you singing in the wire. You're good. I can hear you through the wine. And the Wichita lineman is still on the line. I 
No way. You got the last no pretty well. Defiling Glenn Campbell, though. You made me realize that Glenn Campbell wasn't just a rhinestone cowboy. No. Much, much better than that. Amazing, much better. Yes. Yeah, I agree. That's not doing it. You say you nailed that last part. All right. Before that, though. So just a little Stop. history, what you're talking about there is Glenn Campbell being a member of the Wrecking Crew had just yeah. a hand in so much of success of the music that we know, especially with the Beach Boys and such, and I just feel he doesn't get the recognition that he deserves. So, covering a Glenn Campbell song on the Howard Stern Show, but appeared on Friends. Yes. That's yeah. a lot of clues. Are you singing in the wire? Good. Uh, uh, <laughs> Get my mask, Robin. Get my mask. COVID. Oh, this is before. All right. And the wish. 855-839-1210. Identify that singer covering there, and we will send you off to the Metro Diner. 855-839-1210. It's the Money Melody. Show me the money. That's exactly right. Every day around this time, $50 Metro Diner gift card to give away. All right, this is a lot of clue, a lot of back and forth to get to friends with this with Dan. Who is covering this Glen Campbell tune? Hear you singing in the wire. You're good. I can hear you through the wine. And the Wichita lineman. All right, let's see who's covering that song. Joe in Ambler. Joe, who's covering it? What's up, fellas? It can only be one person. It's got to be Woody Harrelson. All right. Good try. Oh, that's a good guess. Good I think try. that was a very good guess. Yeah. I could, you know, Stern Show, he's on a lot, et cetera. Uh, Chris in Wilmington, Delaware. Chris, who's covering that song? Uh, the only person I can think of would be Bruce Willis. Another good guest. He's a very prominent Friends guest star. But no, I I would argue that this person might have surpassed Bruce Willis as the most famous Friends guest star. Oh, God. You want another clue? Yes, go ahead. Part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All right. Jimmy in Delaware. That's going to clinch it for him, I can tell. All right, Jimmy, you got the last clue. Who is it? Nope. Uh, my guess was Woody Harrelson, man. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I could see Woody Harrelson. Bruce Willis, I'm not hearing that there. Can't imagine him transforming like that. Uh, it's not uh, Bobby Menendez, right? No. It's no, not, it, not Bobby you, Menendez. Remember we played his song, Silings. Uh, song, it was pretty good. Depending on who you ask, this guy is the sexiest man alive. All right. Let's see if Patty in Washington Township. Wait, we got a female on this one. Patty, who's covering that song? Uh, I think it's Brad Pitt. Another good guess. Uh, Another good guess. guess. Another, oh, man. Uh, John in Moorestown. John, who's covering it? Uh, Paul Rudd. Who? Say it again. Paul Paul Rudd. There it is. I'd say that clearly here. Paul Rudd. Oh, Paul Rudd. Okay. Uh, Off. uh, not that much of a fan of that guy for some unknown No, Ant-Man? Reason. You don't like Ant-Man? No. Yeah. All right, so it's Paul Rudd. Wow. It's out of left field. Hear you singing in the wire. You can wow. definitely hear it now if you, if you know who yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I can hear you. A stern in the, the background. Oh, giving his approval. Wow. <laughs> All right, so uh, John in Morristown. John is the winner. $50 Metro gift card. Away we go with that. We'll have more tomorrow around 2.13, 2.14 or so. Okay, uh, over the weekend, we're going to talk with Scott Perry coming up, and he's inside this full-court press going after Mike Johnson, the new speaker that we're trying, we're working to get on. You know, it's going to take a while, given he's got all these other appearances, et cetera. And uh, the Atlantic embarrassed himself the most. Maybe it's a tie with Jen Psaki. We'll play you Jen Psaki in a moment. I thought they would continue with the election denier. She did. She attacked him because he's clearly a Christian. The Atlantic went back to 1867 to his great, great, great grandfather, who at that point in time formally in writing renounced ever being in favor of an insurrection against the United States government again. He was a Confederate. And they're saying Mike Johnson has not renounced the insurrection. 
my God, back to the great, great, great grandfather to pin the Confederate tag on him. And you can imagine anybody in any lineage, is it fair to go there? I mean, maybe if it's your father, Dan, and the father is into something, like say the, the father's a mob boss, just for instance, comes to me, right? And you're the son. Even then, you got to be really careful with tr- treading on the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. That's a lot of apples and a lot of trees ago. To say, Mike Johnson, the Confederacy runs in his blood. Stunning. They're a joke. All right. But they're not joking about it. They're going to continue these sorts of assaults. They fear this guy because the guy is every bit as conservative as, say, a Jim Jordan, but his presentation is a lot less intense as far as what you would get with a Jim Jordan. They don't know how to deal with that. Here is Jen Psaki, though, making that point and telling us why he's so dangerous. Cut six. So let's take a few minutes to talk about this new speaker. First glance, Mike Johnson does seem fine, fine-ish. Conservative, yes, but he once started a civility caucus with a Democrat. And I mean, if nothing else, he wears a suit and has glasses. How threatening can this guy actually be? Well, he gave us all a little clue as to how he would govern in an interview this week. I am a Bible-believing Christian. Someone asked me today in the media, they said, it's curious, people are curious, what does Mike Johnson think about any issue under the sun? I said, well, go pick up a Bible off your shelf and read it. That's, that's my worldview. You heard that right. The Bible doesn't just inform his worldview, it is his worldview. In fact, during his first speech in his new job, Johnson suggested that his election as speaker was an act of God. Talk about a bit of a humble brag there. So what exactly has God apparently called on Mike Johnson to do? Well, his views on policy are essentially what you'd expect from a religious fundamentalist. They're more divisive than they are divine. All right. So, uh, yeah, I forgot that. that's the end point there with that. Uh... That's where they're going. They're coming after him as a Christian. Uh, The Atlantic was about the only one that went the Confederate uh, point of view. All right, coming up, we're going to speak with Representative Scott Perry about Mike Johnson. Who is this guy? How did he get into this role? And what's the hope of the future? It was unanimous for the Republicans to engage in that. That says a lot. And then we'll take your calls after Scott Perry, too. Today's question in honor of friends, uh, Matthew Perry, hit us with something you didn't get on board the bandwagon. You didn't acquire the taste for it. Could be a food, a person, a thing, a movie, a, uh, a TV show. A lot of it is with TV shows, I think. Frank the Tank has a great one on Twitter. Spiked, What's this? Spiked Seltzer. Spiked Seltzer. I can't get into it. By the way, uh, Panera has just put out a directive. I think they just put it out late today. Uh, because of the lemonade charge, you know, the charge lemonade thing, which I didn't think how much could it be. And that uh, kid here died locally after consuming it. I don't know what the underlying heart issue was. Yeah, but this is a pretty tough thing when you hear he drank lemonade. Then uh, Eddie, who I think is in the world of radio, you might recognize his name. He says, you forgot Olive Garden. Ah, Come on, get out of here, dude. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let me take uh, Greta, then we'll go to... um, the uh, representative. Greta's been waiting quite a while. Greta, what's yours? Mine is Star Wars, and I don't, I, I think there must be something wrong with me because I never, never got into it. But I agree with you also on the Lord of the Rings. Between that and The Hobbit, they could give me that instead of like anesthesia. Thank you very much. I can tell those sci-fi type do of things. put me right to sleep, too. Yeah. Oh, that Lord, no, Lord of the Rings doesn't me. I just am raging. Why is this popular? Big issues, big guests. Guy that always seems to be in the center of the action. Congressman Scott Perry here on the Dom Giordano program joins us to give us some insight inside what's going on. Congressman, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Well, it's great to be with you. Thanks. Uh, you know, it's never a dull moment, right? Not in Congress and not in America. Well, exactly. So what was the we see on the surface, but you're inside. This is the head of the Freedom Caucus, the secret sauce where Mike Johnson both is a very principled conservative, constitutional conservative. 
I read his amicus uh, brief, 44 pages in the uh, 2020 election, and yet has this civility about him, amicable, I'd say, that uh, led to it. What is it that Johnson has? Well, I think the secret sauce was a couple things. Uh, first of all, I think the, you know, I hate to say it, but time had wore down some of these some of these folks that just don't have the stamina for the fight, whether it's for America or for the speaker or really for anything. And so time wore some of this down. Um, but the other thing is, is we we all caught on to the knife, the knifing that was going on in the basement of all these guys by different factions um, in the conference that didn't want, you know, didn't want anybody to be the speaker except uh, somebody that was going to feather their nest. And we were able to draw them out into the open where where they would be named. And, of course, in politics, you know, when you're up to something no good, the last thing you want is everybody to see it. And they they realized that uh, they had nowhere to hide. And so they had to come along, which is which is what ended up. I mean, on the night of the vote, there were there were almost as many votes for a candidate known as other. Um, And uh, and we were able to force these people to come out and say, who they were that were voting for someone other. And of course, when we forced them out into the open, then suddenly they became Johnson fans. And, and then, uh, and then, but there were still, I think 20 to 28 of them that were there one moment. And then when it came to the voice, when it came to the roll call vote, um, they suddenly weren't present anymore. They had somewhere else to be. And so they were pretty well known at that point who they were. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, you know, in the course of just a few hours, I think their conscience and, quite honestly, their constituency got to them and said, "You know, enough of this stupid games here. Let's let's get after this and let's move on." And and this seems to be a reasonable guy. Just because he's not, you know, crawling up out of the slime of the swamp doesn't mean he can't be speaker. And and let's make this guy speaker and let's see what he can do. Well, we went from Tom Emmer, in my view, and I don't know the guy, no personally, whatever. But when uh, we knew over the years, anybody that's against the Electoral College, as he was, and it seemed to be a Soros-backed group, how in the world did we go from that to Johnson? Seems like divine intervention, Congressman, at that point. Well, yeah, I mean, look, uh, although God's glory, every single bit of it, um, and I know Tom Emmer, and I like working with him, and he seems like a a straight up guy who will at least give you the truth, even if you don't uh, agree with it. But I can't tell you that uh, his voting record wasn't a concern for many of us, myself included. If you're out uh, outwardly speaking against the electoral college and quite honestly, looking at the other things in his voting record, I know he's got his own district uh, that he's got to represent and we don't begrudge him that, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to have an opinion about that for the speaker and quite honestly, Dom, I mean, a lot of us are just sick and tired of having to fight with the speaker to, to have them act like they're conservative. I mean, we're supposed to be the conservative answer to the hardcore, crazy and radical left. And and we're tired of dragging our leaders screaming and kicking yes. to this conservative position. Wouldn't it be great if they just started out there? That's what that's what seems to be missing. And so. We feel like we've gotten very close to that with this with this Mike Johnson. Well, the first uh, test that I like, and it's not even Ukraine, we'll get to, Congressman, is on Israel. He said, OK, we're looking at this. Looks like, you know, this is immediate. But we're going to look for cuts to match the $14 billion, or at least some of it. Yeah, that's exactly right. We told, of course, uh, you know, whoever was going to be speaker, we've been, as soon as the president's grand package came out to further bankrupt the country we just talked to all these guys and said there's no way we're going to accept that the way it is you're not going to package all this stuff and jam it down the american people's throats and and let people hide behind their votes on this stuff so uh and of course mike rightly said the first thing we're going to do is split it so we know who's actually going to stand with israel because let's face it there are democrats that will not but the other thing is acknowledging that we're horrifically in debt. We're running a couple trillion dollar deficit this year. And so while we want to help our friends and our allies, that money has to come from somewhere. And the American taxpayer is tapped out. Why don't we take a look at some of these crazy programs that Nancy Pelosi passed, you know, last year and take the money out of them. And let's see where the Democrats, let's see what's more important to the Democrats, defending Israel 
or building electric vehicle charging stations, defending Israel, or hiring 80,000 new IRS agents. I mean, you pick the poison, but let's just see where, you know, where their real allegiance is. That's uh, exactly right. Many times, or sometimes, the right thing, morally, et cetera, and the politically right thing, they coalesce. And this is an example right there. What about Ukraine? Give us your sense. Uh, we starting, to, I guess it's a media thing where there's a big appetite for big spending for Ukraine inside the Republican conference. I can't imagine that, but give us a sense of what you think. Well, the sense is this, as we've taken subsequent votes sequentially over time, there has been less and less Republican support for Ukraine, whereby the last time uh, we actually have the majority of the, the Republican conference voting against it. It's not that we agree with Vladimir Putin. It's not that we don't take a lot of solace in what's happened to the fine people of Ukraine. We want that all to end for them. But we have to acknowledge our border is wide open. We are horrifically in debt. We don't want to get drawn into World War III. And there's no oversight of of this mission in Ukraine. And then since I just mentioned the word mission, we don't even know what the mission is for the United States. So before we just keep on spending your hard-earned tax dollars, we want to have these questions answered, not the least of which is how we're going to pay for it. And if we're going to spend money to Ukraine, we ought to have something for it, whether it's, like I said, less IRS agents uh, persecuting us or less uh, of this Green Mm -hmm. New Deal stuff that we can't afford and don't want. Or how about this? Why can't we just trade, if we're going to spend some money in Ukraine, let's trade an actual secure American border. And uh, doesn't that seem like it'd be a, you know, a realistic political win for a few folks? So I, I think that's what we're looking at right now. I mean, I, I can't see me voting to spend one more dime in Ukraine until, we, until the president signs the bill that we passed in the House uh, the, earlier this year, which was the most comprehensive border security package ever passed by the House, and have him actually enforce this thing and quit allowing all these people, including criminals and terrorists, to walk into our country. Without a doubt. I'm going to take you back to Ukraine, though, because you're inside this. We trust your ability to articulate it. What would the mission be? The impasse is Putin is not going to stop at this point. Zelensky will not uh, enter talks with him. So what exactly would be a mission where maybe more money would go to Ukraine in Scott Perry's view? I think I agree with your assessment of Zelensky and Putin. I think Putin's, uh, you know, he is where he is. And I don't blame Zelensky for wanting to keep his country whole and without the influence of Russia. That having been said, I think that something along the lines of we need to see uh, at least, if not more, of the European powers putting more in than the United States of America. They have more of a stake in this thing. And I think that they have to get engaged at a level probably double what the United, the United States has been before I'm interested in, uh, in anything else. I mean, again, we don't have any oversight of this. We don't know what the mission is. If all of Europe gets in and says the mission is to expel Ukraine, uh, Russia from Ukraine and we're no longer going to buy their gas and we're no longer going to be extorted for their oil and, uh, and that's where we stand, then I think we're talking about something. But I think while they continue to help Russia and support their economy by buying their gas and, and helping Vladimir Putin, I don't see any reason why, you know, taxpayers that wake up early in the morning to go to work in America have to pay for that, knowing that Europe's just paying for the munitions and the, and, and, and the training and, and everything else on the other side of that coin. That, that's foolish to me. It's poor judgment, and it's wasteful, and it doesn't get to a place where I think we want to be, whether that's an end to hostilities or where I'd like to see it, is Russia completely out of Ukraine, including the Crimea. Boy, you've really, thank you for that, though. I didn't think of that as an alternative of what you possibly could sign off on. And again, yeah, double what we're putting into this. That starts to get people to accept Maybe there's a role here. Otherwise, though, if it continues in this manner, why should we continue to tell American taxpayers to do this? I wanted to ask you, with the new speaker in there now, the first order of business would be the funding of Israel and the cuts, or is 
something else going to be looming you can tell listeners about? Well, the other thing that is looming that's been losing, looming that has caused this whole impasse is the 12 separate funding bills that the House and the Senate mm-hmm. is supposed to pass so that we know who voted for what. We know what our government is spending of our tax dollars and what they're spending it on. That process that hasn't happened since 1996. That's what's looming and that's what's pressing. Uh, the former speaker agreed to do that, agreed to a lower number so that we're not is quickly bankrupting our country. I'd love to say we were getting back to something that balances, but it's not even close to that. But some of these, no Democrat will agree to that, and some Republicans refuse to agree to that. That's what needs to be first on our plate. While what's happening in Israel is, pre- is, is, is pressing, understand, Dom, we have passed the, the Department of Defense Appropriations Bill, which includes money for Israel. The House has passed that. There's no reason the Senate can't deal with that ah, and deal yes. with uh, immediately what's happening in Israel for the time being. But let's face it, none of us were elected by Israeli citizens. We were elected by American citizens, and our country requires our attention. It's their tax dollars. It's the policy that affects them most directly. That needs to be our focus. Scott Perry, thank you, Scott, very much, Congressman, for coming on today, as always. I appreciate it. God bless you and your audience. All right. Now, Dan, that was different there. We got something out of here. I hadn't thought, you know, Zelensky, no, he's willing to say, yeah, Zelensky's right. He's not going to give up some of his country. Europe doubles us, what we're funding here, what we're doing. And there's a mission clearly stated in this that they're involved in. And that includes then our, I guess he means our um, fossil fuels, our natural gas and all that then there's something to talk about. That's different. 855-839-1210. Give me your reaction to Scott Perry and the lightning round coming off friends and Matthew Perry, as much as Dan is mellowed over this for a little bit here. Something that was an acquired taste that you never acquired. We've gotten some great ones on Twitter. Hit us with yours. Doesn't have to be a TV show. Could be anything in any realm. And uh, we'll go from there. Scott Perry, though, really, I jotted down several things from that. He's right in the center of those that uh, right now are not going to vote for a dime for Ukraine. Just uh, broke something here for us, I think, the thinking that might go into this that would be more unified. Do I think that's going to happen, though? No. But it's solid. It's not just saying, no, we're not Putin. You know, that we're, we're for Putin, is, is the uh, media bleed on this. The time has come for the final test. Uh, we usually call it the lightning round. Yes, that's what we do every day, the lightning round here with um, side question today. And just, just want I can't emphasize that enough. That was a really interesting insight from Scott Perry, both on Johnson and what happened, Emmer, but also on uh, Ukraine. It seems like they're going to go with a freestanding bill on Israel, but they're going to say, what about those 87,000 IRS agents? Mentioned a couple of other things, too, that were thrown there. Are you still going to stick with that, or are we going to get some cuts, and then we'll go for that? Now, you might say, that might be unpopular, I don't know. Democrats are the one. Any number of them, at least double figures, 20, 30, that are pro the Palestinian side of this, even pro Hamas side of this. We'll see. By the way, Israel, we mentioned this several times through the show, but um, that Israel has gone on into Gaza in more force. I guess it's about uh, 9 o'clock at night or coming up at 9 o'clock at night or something like that there. But they are using their uh, flares and other things to illuminate the sky, and they are still moving forward there. So uh, we are really engaged. And uh, Gazans have broken into the warehouses storing the aid. (sighs) You know... (laughs) Uh, you got to hope it's just people that really need it, not the usual nonsense, but that's what you get. That's why people are wary of this stuff. All right, let's go to uh, Joe in Exton. It's a good one, Dan. Hey, Joe, welcome in. What have you never acquired the taste of? Uh, yes, hello, Dom. I would never acquire a taste 
for decorating my body with tattoos. Oh. Wait a minute, Joe. We were planning on having you put uh, Dom Time right there across the chest. Come on now. <laughs> script lettering? Yeah, it's script lettering in Chinese or something. Yes. All right. Good one, Joe. Good contribution as always. Uh, tattoos. I think we're going to get a full sleeve all the way up to my neck soon. Oh, goodness. That's no, right. Yes. Make like sure. It. Yeah. Uh, make sure the spelling is correct. How about those guys that get the misspelling and all? That's got to be painful. What if I got a giant picture of Krasner's face on my back? Uh, that, yeah, that's interesting. You know who has that? Uh, Roger Stone, and he didn't show it when we did the speaker series with him. He thought it was too gauche. He's got a giant picture of Richard Nixon on his back. Yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't show it. I was surprised by that. Uh, let's go to Rob in South Jersey. Oh, get out of here, Rob, with this. All right, Rob, what's yours? Uh, mine is uh, the uh, crazy Pokemon craze. Yeah, Pokemon. All right, that's I a good my one. Pokemon. Nobody has said uh, pickleball today. I think most people are still that's on a board. Great answer, it. pickleball. Yeah, uh, Drew in Upper Darby always says something good. What's yours today? Hey, Dom. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Real quick though, Dom. Last week when you talked about Bill Giles and and the Kite Man. Yes. Um, do you remember? The great Walenda, no net across the vet. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh my God. Well, look, that guy's a professional. Kite man turned out to be. Who would have think a guy flying in on a kite to second base might not make it? But (laughs) imagine being in the audience. You're watching him with no net. And that's how he died in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, my side question, Dom, you know, I, I, maybe it's me. I never got on to it. I mean, I know I tried watching with my nieces and nephews is soccer. I never got soccer. I mean, so boring. It's 90 yeah, minutes it of the, guys they, running up and down a field to not score one goal. Well, there's not as much running either. I don't, you know, some positions, Dan, do run. A lot of other guys are killing grass. And kids' soccer, they're killing grass over there in South Jersey. They're picking every flowers, Saturday. picking the dandelions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not sure. I mean, if there were more scoring, well, the pure. We, had, we don't understand the tactics and all that. I go back to every time. Pele, one of the greatest athletes in the history of the world, averaged just under one goal per game. You could do a bicycle kick right. at high speed backwards. Like, like I get, like if you are well in, like you know your soccer well and yeah. all the formations and the chess aspect of yeah. it might be fun. But I just I can't turn on a soccer game and get into oh, it's it for, brutal. for the life of me. And call it a field. We get the pitch thing and all. You know, come on. Uh, let's go to Bill in Bucks County. Bill, what's yours? <laughs> Uh, mine is Scotch whiskey. Me too, uh, Bill. Yeah, that's a good I one. I don't Bill. get it. I don't get any of the green, the dark green liquors. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with the vodka after Johnny Z down there at Mulligan's, but he had to put in like five concoctions yeah. to mask it. A lot of different tasted and... like fruit juices to me. Wow. wow. Yeah. Till like the second one, then we were. You it's know. like an orange sickle drink. It was so and, good. And uh, Fisher Pine bought it for us on top of that, so it was even better. Uh, let's go to uh, Bruce in the uh, Northeast. I differ with him on this. Bruce, what's yours? Hey, Dom. Dan. You know, I was at that uh, Willender walk in, at the oh, vet. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, between a doubleheader, and I was at 700 level. And he'd look down, and he was, like, walking right across that wire. It was amazing. Now, let me ask you, Bruce, complete honesty. Do you go to something like that hoping to watch the guy fall? Or do you just want to see such a great act of, of a no, guy doing I, that? I just think something like that. I just want to see him walk that wire without a net, you know. Uh, Bruce, if you, if you like that, and I'll look up the name of the documentary, High on the Wire, whatever, the guy who walked between the Twin Towers for yeah. over, over an hour with 100,000 people in the street below. My yeah, God. and the other thing Man was when he, fell, Man on when he fell in Puerto Rico, just by chance they showed a shot of it on the news, which they usually never do, you know. Yeah. And he's trembling and he's falling and, he's, and he sits on the wire and they watched him fall to his death. It was something. You know? Oh, my God. But, yeah. Yeah. But uh, that person I'm talking about, Dan, you're familiar with this guy. He was around in the 80s everywhere and everything and... I just never got him. It was Howard Stern. He had the books and the movies, and I just couldn't connect with it. You know? All right, thank you. I got you, but I could distinguish Stern from the wannabes. It was much better. Yeah. But now, the fall is so enormous, it is almost hard to believe. It's fascinating to see just a guy that he had pop culture in, in yeah. the palm of his hand. A guy that would mock to death the Howard Stern. 
And Dan, I can tell with personal experience, when he went after me for 14 minutes, it was paltry, the number of his people that savaged me and were making fun of the hair and everything else. Yeah, Howard was on the air today? No, of course not. This must be vacation season for the holiday season. Is Howard checking in here? Uh, You know what it is? Because all the greatest thing never happened on radio. And who cares what Bruce (laughs) thinks? Who cares? (laughs) All right, is there anything else, Robin? Let's just do the news, Robin, okay? Bad enough. All right. Let me get the Earl of Tacconi in here. Earl, what's yours? Uh, My Shakespeare line is, he was a man, take him for all in all, I shall not look upon his like again. Oh, there we go, Dan. Yeah, I have no Thank idea you. what you yes. said. No, no. Oh, yeah, he doesn't get it, yes. What's no, he your, was a great man, you know, and you'll yeah. ne- he'll never be replaced. Yeah, okay, but, what, uh, what's your uh, but my My thing is Facebook. I was on it for a week, and I just couldn't figure it out. The interface looked like it was written like a, by a 12-year-old, um, and uh, it wasn't anything that it was promised me. I mean, I ended up losing friends as opposed to making friends, which is what the promise was. Thank you, Earl, very much, and... Ken's got an interesting one, if true, in Northeast. What's yours, Ken? Uh, my definite is gossip. I mean, I, I never acquired a taste for gossip. I mean, the neighbors try to talk to the neighbors. It's all it is. That's all it's about. All right. <laughs> Boy, it's an unfriendly. You're gossiping. Get out of here. Okay. Get him out. Woo. All right. Give me a couple contenders. Uh, one that really knocked us off a rocker, Richard and Summerdale, said the Mummers. Yes. Uh, Joe and Exon yeah. had a very agreeable one to you, that being tattoos. Yeah. Uh, Rob really angered me by saying Pokemon. Uh, we had soccer, Scotch whiskey, Howard Stern, Facebook gossip, Star Wars. Some great answers today, man. Give me a couple of your centering on here. Let's. Uh... Uh, the Mummers, tattoos. Soccer really is uh, within the realm of the TV or the the, the, yeah. the, the radio show or Howard Stern's where I'm looking at. Uh, soccer. Soccer? I can go, yeah, with Drew and Upper Darby with soccer. I mean, it's an international, like, yeah. popular thing. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. yeah. It's the most popular in the world. Drew and Upper Darby goes into the hat. All right, nicely played. Uh, tomorrow we pick it up again. I uh, hope you heard Scott Perry. It'll be up on uh podcast here. He made some really good inside points about exactly where we're going with Mike Johnson. I didn't bother to ask him, but don't you know that Mike Johnson's great, great, great grandfather was a Confederate who pledged no more insurrection in 1867, finally, and Johnson has not. Can you imagine? That's what they have. When, this is going to go on through the holidays and when we get to the battle over the so-called government shutdown. Follow me on Twitter until tomorrow. Dom G, you're down now. Weekdays, noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.